to hear your favorite funny people paired with wine? Want to just hear them whine about something? Hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. We're the hosts of The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. We've had Morgan Murphy. Drew Drogi. Brian Safi. Charlie Tanners and Camille Knox. Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Melanie Linsky. They all told us their wines. And we told them about wine. It's totally boozy study hall. So get it everywhere you find your favorite podcast. That's The Wine Situation. Wine Wine with with an H. H. Cheers! Hey everyone, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein, and today we've got Charlie Sanders on the show. First episode of the year, and we are off to a bang. First, I just want to cover the stuff that I always cover. Rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, big thanks to everybody who just recently rated the show. No Combs, Just Diddy, The Oddler, DE76, and Chris Allen324. Thank you guys for rating the show on iTunes. It means a lot to me. Your support. Uh, you're the best. Uh, don't forget, you can like the show on Facebook or follow the Tumblr at improvobsession.com. Good news, I have six guests lined up right now. Six. So we'll be doing some podcasts for a bit if everything goes right. Um, you know what? I think that's all I have to say to kick off uh, this episode of the new year. Happy 2013. Happy New Year. Uh, my 2012 was great, and this year's already starting to look good. So I guess that's it. I don't know. I'm excited. Hope you guys are too. Happy New Year. everybody, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pearlstein. Today, special guest who you know from Police Chief Run, Bullshitty Jobs, Ruben Williams, Ruben Starship, Charlie Sanders. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, it, this is, I think, officially the earliest I've ever recorded one of these is podcasts. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, it was kind of early. Yeah, no, thanks for, thanks for squeezing it in. I'm excited. My pleasure. Um, all right, so, uh, so I think how I want to start this is I want to tell you, I think I already told you this, how I first met you. Uh, I was taking my very first class at UCB, mm-hmm. and we had a break in the middle of it. You were not my teacher, and you, I was talking to you, and you're like, oh, I'm teaching 401 or whatever. And my, uh, like, very silly response to that was like, are you a good teacher? Mm-hmm. And you said, yeah, I think so. Um, so <laughs> I want to know, <laughs> uh, if you're coming out of 401, like, what's something as a teacher that you try to teach to 401 students? Wow, um, I'll have to think back here. Yeah. I've been taught for a couple of years, but um, yeah, it's been a, that was a while ago. Yeah, what uh, you said? Um, what's something I tried to teach people in four? Yeah, I mean, because it is a little bit more instructor driven and four. And yeah, the main thing I noticed was like people not having any fun. So I would, <laughs> you know, I'd want to impart to people that you know having fun is the whole point. Yeah. So. That was the main thing, I think, was, like, I felt like people, like, um, were just too worried, you know? Like, uh, I don't know if you've noticed that in your classes you take or anything, but, like, somewhere along the line, the reason you started doing improv, which is because it's fun, it's not, like, extremely lucrative, so we do it because it's fun, so um, it seems like that got lost. Yeah, there's a, yeah, I think when I signed up for my first improv class, uh, I'd come out of the sketch thing, and I was like, oh, this will be a fun way to get better at writing. Uh, and then, yeah, somewhere like 201, 301, I was like, I just want to do this right, and, like, it's frustrating 
and you you want to be correct because you feel like you're learning rules and all that stuff. And yeah, by the time you're in 401, you're just like, am I editing right? Like, is, is, are people mad at me? Like, what's a game? I still think I get it, but I yeah, sort of yeah. don't. It's the most nebulous terms in the world. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, I think it's easy to lose uh, the fun. What's, uh, I mean, how do you, and you, how do you, how can you bring that back if you have any? Um, I don't know. I, I think just, um, making the choices you make in scenes based purely on 100% on what seems fun right now. Yeah. You know, rather than, uh, like just try that for a couple of shows or a couple of cl- uh, rehearsals or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she's going for the fun. I like it. Um, well, uh, going for the fun, Steven, <laughs> that's the key. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's fair to say. Uh, I've seen you, let's see, well, then let's go. Let's go to shitty jobs off of that because I feel like they we, they go for the fun, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. Um, they and you, yeah. Uh, that's uh, but that that team is unique in that it's so to me very like chaotically goes to the fun. Like it's every person chasing every shiny thing uh, constantly, um, yeah. and that is that is inarguably a fun show to watch, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fun show to watch, and uh, yeah, I'd agree. Pretty much everybody's just going for the funnest thing, right? They they feel. Like whatever the funnest thing is at the time. Yeah. Sometimes we're all going for the same funnest thing, and then a lot of times we're going for eight different funnest things. And yeah, yeah but that's uh, kind of how we do it. Yeah, and that, but and that works out well. Why, I mean, okay, so so uh, I think so. I've had, I've had uh, Dominic and DC on. Uh, and in both times, I feel like I've made it seem like I'm not a fan of shitty jobs. Uh, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe it. P- people talk to me about it a lot. Like, why do you hate shitty jobs, man? Like, I don't. I'm just trying to do a good interview. Um, but but on that, uh, I, I don't think that uh, most improvisers, including myself, can pull off doing a shitty jobs like show yet I see people try to do shitty jobs like shows and I'm like you guys suck oh, and, really? it, and it like it stresses me out to, <laughs> watch, to watch it and uh, so like uh-huh. I guess I guess my thing is I'm curious uh, how how you guys can pull it off because yeah like you said sometimes you guys are doing eight different things uh, but it actually still really works uh, when, eight, yeah. when people, eight people are doing different things on an average indie team or whatever uh, it's it's awful to watch it's yeah, it is. I guess it is kind of unusual. I, I know what you're talking about, um, and I know the kind of show you're talking about, where you see a group, and it seems like they're trying to go for the all go for the funnest thing, but it's sort of like just not funny for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wish I had a great answer for you. Um, all right. Stump <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sanders. I did it. Yes. Uh, I'm not really <laughs> sure. I, I would guess it goes to. Uh, just like a we're all still agreeing I think it's that all eight of us agree that uh, we're gonna go for whatever seems funnest to any individual of us at the time you know what I mean yeah it does it, it, everything that. everything in those moments of even yeah sometimes I, I just describe it as chaos where it's bouncing from thing to thing it is not there there's clearly some respect in everything that like stuff gets addressed like 
You know, uh-huh. if, if somebody brings up like one little line, nobody kind of lets that go like, well, that was your <laughs> funny moment. And then they move on. They kind of like at least address yeah. it before you move on to the yeah. next. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's the moving on that happens quickly. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll address it. But then it's like, if in addressing it, something weird comes up that interests us, we just follow that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very bouncing uh, from uh, thing to thing show, but it's great, and it's uh, uh, I think that's a sort of aspirational improv. Uh, I don't. Uh-huh. I, I think I think I see a lot of people try to do it and fail completely. <laughs> um, so yeah. I want, but like I wonder if the the basis of that is just coming from being uh, maybe stronger, more technically uh, before you get into that type of thing. Is that? <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm not sure, like, if that's exactly right. Because, I mean, that would make sense. Like, I get that the jazz analogy or whatever would be, like, we learned all the notes really well, so now we can play whichever ones we want. That's kind of what you're saying there, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true. Like, we're from, like, all of us have done improv for different lengths of time Mm -hmm. and uh, in different numbers of teams and stuff like that, so... I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's that. I I think it's really just comes down to, like, it happened that all seven and then eight of us were just at a point in our improv careers individually, although we may have been further or not as further along, uh, of just, like, we want this show. This show is just for us to have fun. That's the reason we're doing it, and that's it. Yeah. Does that make any sense? No, it does, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even even that. I mean, even that sounds like that could, in part, be that agreement on well, at least what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's not so worried about one type of thing that you're bringing to whatever. It's like we're going to have yeah. a fun show. Where we, we interviewed you once, didn't we? Mm. At Shitty Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. And you're from maybe Northern or Central California. Yeah, Northern oh, California. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a memory. And I feel like your family was like there was like you oh, had no. a racist grandma or something Ooh, like that. Is yeah. that right? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So I, I, I remember that. <laughs> was it a Thanksgiving? Or was it was a holiday. Show? Yeah, it was one of the holiday ones. Uh-huh. Uh, I okay. uh, yeah my <laughs> my my step grandfather said that the the gays ran him out of Hollywood. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. And, I remember that. And, That's and amazing. Nobody <laughs> really understood what that meant or felt like pursuing it any further. Yes. I, that yeah. show was uh, significant because my brother was in the audience because it was Thanksgiving and he oh, was yeah. visiting. Yeah. And DC, I think, played the gaze of Hollywood. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Recall. That, I mean, and that that one was a crazy, that that specific show was crazy. I remember because I was, well, I tried to, and, 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 and Donald did the thing where he was uh, throwing babies around. Oh, yeah. Which was great. <laughs> um, uh but yeah, I remember. So uh, talking a little bit about your show, you guys do that interview thing. Um, uh, I have to awkwardly take my sweatshirt. No, off. this is a thing I do. I've been on two podcasts, and this is the second one. Yeah, I have to awkwardly take my sweatshirt off about five minutes in. <laughs> Getting the it's freezing cold outside. Yeah, right. no, I get it. I get it. Um, well, Sorry, you guys do. On. No, it's okay. You do. The, you guys do the interview uh, for. I think it's the second half of your show, um, and uh, and. I feel like I watch that, and sometimes I feel stressed out for you guys because, oh yeah, <laughs> like I saw one where this girl basically worked alone at night and noticed there, and uh, I was like, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, we get those occasionally. You get yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, and where, when, but I remember like when I went up to interview guys, I'm like, I'm going to tell you every single person <laughs> that I know in my family. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I felt, I was like, oh, cool. I gave them, I, in my mind, I'm like, I gave them a lot to be successful. But then again, when I watch you guys do the, when they're like, I work alone uh, at night and right. by that type of thing, you guys do that well too. So like, how, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. how, how do you guys uh, maybe escape the trappings a little bit of your, your format in that sometimes you'll get stuff where, Oh, this isn't necessarily a ton of information. I know what you're saying. Let me get my keys out of my pocket. <laughs> there we go. Getting them out. <laughs> Setting them down. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, I'm kind of psyched when the person doesn't have that much stuff in a way because... I mean, it's like, I guess it's a little easier when there's a lot of stuff, because you can just go like, okay, there's ten characters, we all get to play a few, but um, I kind of like it when there's less information, because we get to make more of it up. Yeah. So, I just feel kind of psyched, like, oh, if you work alone, that just means we get to make up who comes by, rather than, I I almost find the opposite to be true, which is like, oh, there's eight things, I personally feel like a little beholden to like, oh, I might have an idea I think's fun or funny, but uh, she mentioned that boss. I guess we got to get the boss in there at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you kind of get the audience kind of like in a in a mono scene with. Uh, are we someone about to come in here and kill us? No, that's the, I think that's a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a, about less than a one percent chance that someone is going to. But it's us. always a chance. It could always happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> my best episode yet. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> you become Charlie, famous. I'm sorry. <laughs> you become famous, but we're <clears throat> um, I forget what we were talking about. Uh, it's kind of inventing and, and when you oh yeah. So anyway, I I think it's kind of fun. Like, yeah, I, I see that as exciting rather than scary. Yeah, man. So it's that. It sounds like you are always having fun uh, improvising. Yep. Gosh, that's I'm jealous. You're not. I am. I am a lot of the time, but uh, there is a there are the moments I find in improv that are always the worst are when I'm like I don't know what this person's saying to me or what they're doing. Or uh, scene I, partner. Yeah, or scene scene partner or myself. Like I'll find my sometimes I'll just find myself like I guess I'm doing this thing now. I'm not <laughs> quite sure how I got here or what I'm following. Okay, yeah. but I'm doing it. All right now, do you mean like? creepy sound and motion stuff like are you going rish, 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 and you're like i don't know what this is uh, or do you mean like why am i a barista in this scene or something like that uh you, so, sometimes it'll more often than not be just the dynamic that i'll find confusing like uh, i can't yes. i can't reconcile this with any any human thing or uh any type of uh like logic behind an action oh, that yeah. i'm doing yeah like, so if you're a barista, you're going, I don't know why my barista guy pushes whole milk on all the customers. Right. Yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be something It'll be something like that, which, you know, that, I mean, that, you know, not to knock, but, like, that's a, that's a more simple thing. It's, it'll it'll often just be, did you just, like, some... Did you just diss my improv example? Yeah, man. I did. <laughs> uh, that, that's, <laughs> that's the weird thing. Because that you could figure out. Yeah. Could be like, I think I could. But, right. see, that's a, see, that's the shitty thing about talking about improv, too, is it's so, again, it's so very specific and nebulous yeah. that, like, when it's like, well, no, I could come up with justification for <laughs> whole milk. I'm not stupid. But in uh, the moment, you <laughs> may or may not be able to. But, right, right, right. And also, it's like talking about improv, like theoretically, like on this and other podcasts. Yeah, it's almost like the same 
as trying to describe a show to someone that didn't see it. Yeah. It's impossible. You can yeah. never go. They'll smile. You know. Oh, that was good. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I remember one of my a show that sticks out in my mind was this Respecto Montalban. Do you know of that team? Their yeah. New York team, which is basically now Facebook. And Owen Burke was a ghost that lived in a basement. And the thing the ghost did is when you went in the basement, he just like would swing his elbows wildly so the other people would have to try and dodge him. And it sounds kind of funny, but like I could never convey to you like how insanely, insanely funny, funny that yeah. was, you know? That, that, yeah, I mean that that clearly that show sticks out because and you've seen a lot of improv that's probably great in that, but that was like such a funny thing. Yeah, you couldn't it's like, believe it. Especially when and you're new to improv. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'd be going to my store my job at the video store going like, I saw the show and this guy was a ghost and his elbows and I'd be like, Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I have that too. I tried to explain uh, that Tom I saw Thomas Middleditch uh, in in a Diamond Lion show, like as an old man who kept saying weird sort of racist stuff, and one of the things he said was "black pussy window," and it was it's like yeah, it's kind of worth a chuckle, but yeah, in a moment was I was insane. dying, and every time I think about it, like it, <laughs> and you can't describe it to someone else. It's nobody gets it. You know what I, I think is interesting about it is it's the closest thing to trying to describe a dream to someone. Yeah, it's the second closest thing. Like we've all had dreams. Like everybody, we all dreams. really enjoy them when we have them. <laughs> we like them. Or find them yeah. scary or have yeah. whatever emotions associated with them, but you describe them and you go, yeah, it's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I had to be there, but I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So, so real quick, so go, I guess going back a little bit, there are a way to see each other's dreams, <laughs> and one day there will be if science fiction movies have taught me anything. Uh, yes, that's true. We'll be able to go into each other's dreams. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, but like going back, like, I guess. So I guess being lo- being lost in the scene, we can just we can very simply say, yeah, like being lost at any point. Like I don't know why I'm pushing whole milk, or uh, <laughs> right, or right. I don't I don't know why uh, you know my my scene partner who's my dad is being mad at me. Or right, right, right. Uh, like how, how do you maybe how do you personally navigate moments like that? Um, I try and figure out like you know this is gonna very clearly a theme has emerged here, but like I. <laughs> try and figure out something fun for me to do. Yeah. Why would this, what would make, and I don't mean like the character, I don't go, what does Gary, the barista, think is fun? I mean, me, Charlie Sanders, the guy on stage, what's going to make this fun for me right now? You know, and that might be impulsively throwing the milk in the customer's face, or I'll take a sip of the milk, (laughs) or whatever, but it's just going to be whatever in the moment. If if I'm getting like bored or confused, it's what's going to be fun for me right now. Yeah. The, I mean, that's yeah. At least that's a good way to, since you know, you have your own comedic sensibility to at least uh, inject something into the scene that's uh, hopefully playable by you, playable by other people. Maybe people will pick up on it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I all of what you just said is true. Although that's not why I do it. I mean, I don't, I don't do it altruistically necessarily. If like, no, oh, there'd be some playable, I just go like, hey, I took this hour out of my life to have a good time, so I'm yeah. having a fucking good time. No yeah. matter what, you know. Gosh, I like it. God. I'm a very selfish person. You are so <laughs> recklessly for fun. Uh, I just want to have fun, man. This makes me sound like party. some Come piece on. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my life philosophy. It's only my improv philosophy. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, so what, was, man? I got a kid, but, you know, I'm trying to have fun, man. That's all I want. Yeah, that'd be truly awful to bring to pretty much anything else. Um, okay, so then, okay, how about how about receiving something like that? I mean, what if 
somebody somebody sends something a, a weird move to you that's all for fun uh Mm-hmm. You know, somebody throws coffee in your face when they're in the middle of mm-hmm. a perfectly normal mm-hmm. transaction, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and and really torpedoes the scene. Really irresponsible improv. Uh, mm-hmm. What uh, I mean, how, how about that? Like, well, is that uh, okay? So we're using this. <laughs> yeah, we're, using, we're, we're, <laughs> we're this cursed. Is, this to is use gonna, this milk example. <laughs> this is going to be the improv scene of this. That's it. We, get, we can discuss no others. <laughs> well, I've had, I've had the one. I've, I've had many like fart copier machines, and it's all very silly. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll go with. This is kind of like a mono scene where you make a choice at the beginning, and yeah. you're like, oh, "Fuck, guess I'm. I gotta <laughs> do this the rest of the show." <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, See, that's how I feel in scenes, but just yeah. we're like, I have to do this for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Why wouldn't totally. anybody edit me? <laughs> You can always do the self-edit, man. Run through your own scene. Oh, what a... I feel like 90%... No, that's not true. I feel like a lot of times I'll see that and I'm like, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you it's, gave it's up. Kind of right. <laughs> I mean, I, you, occasionally you got to pull that. Occasionally, record, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, it totally does. Yeah, but, but yeah, a lot of, a, I feel like a lot of times lame. I see it, it's like a, it's like a dude who's like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, totally. man. You started it. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Well, you're talking about throwing the milk in the face. Uh, I, well, for one, I, I wouldn't necessarily, in the example we're using, say that that's torpedoing the scene. No. Um, I think, uh, you know, they can make whatever choice they want to make. And so, like, I would just try and have fun with that choice. So, like, if somebody threw hot milk in my face, like, I like, like, screaming and freaking out. So I'd just be like, ah, my face, ah! You know, I'm trying to have fun with being the guy whose right. face is getting burned. Um yeah, probably that. Just going with, going with the fun. Just trying to, like, roll with whatever their choice was. But I, I don't put a whole lot of thought into I mean, I know when you're newer at improv, like, yeah. you think about it more. You think more about, like, well, what's the logical way to heighten this and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, after you've done it a long time, you don't want to sit there and think about it. You just want it to be fun. So, like, you would just, I, I don't know. It's not like I'm ever consciously thinking what's the heightening. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that, and I, you know, especially kind of going through the UCB system, uh, uh, you'll 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 get a lot of the notes that will come back to like justifications or right. you know heightening or what right. the real game is, and and yeah, so like, come, yeah, come, being a younger student at it, yeah, you'll you'll get like it's always very like what's the technical thing? Right. Because right. clearly, because clearly, it's the technical thing that I'm doing wrong and not the fun thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you very rarely get notes on like go have fun guys why don't you have fun you like this yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then when you do you're like I was just trying to do the game like, oh, I was just trying to do the game that you want me to do so bad very very uh, very stressful in the beginning yeah yeah um, but okay well let's uh, then, you know what let's just go let's, uh, let's move away a little bit from that so like go you let's get you, the you, fuck off let's of get this out topic, of here man. you came from uh, well yeah, let's on. just talk about nothing. <laughs> let's just talk about like fucking chicks man um so you you did come from you came from short form originally comedy sports and uh, Chicago City Limits. That's right. Um, going through that, I mean, uh, that's something that is that is a lot more rigid than maybe a conventional game where uh, fun maybe the fun choice isn't always the most obvious first choice. Like you do have to say a word that has four letters or whatever it is uh, next. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, like how maybe how does that uh, sensibility or learning that type of improv? Uh, how did that maybe mold or get in your head or 
continue today? Is there any of that? Uh, is there any so leftover in that? You're asking how did short form help my long form? Is yeah, that the is, question? Okay. yeah, yeah. That's um, a good way to put it. <laughs> God, you should interview people. <laughs> yes, I'm going to turn this around. <laughs> you ask a question, I interpret it. <laughs> I like it. That's much better than my weird rambling. Uh, how did short form help my long form? Well, I mean, you just get short form, you get practice playing a game. Yeah. You don't know how to fi- you don't learn how to find it because you get told it, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of the game. Um, but you know, it's it's all the same stuff. So it's like it's patterns, and then you're playing patterns within those patterns and stuff. You know, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's very, it's it's like a weird training wheels on yeah. I, that, that's on a good way to put it. Improv. Good job. I like that. Thanks, man. You give answers. I interpret. You interpret that. You ask the question. I interpret the question. Then I ramble, and then you interpret the answer. It's a great dynamic we have going here. Fucking Frost Nixon, man. <laughs> Fucking Frost Nixon. Oh uh, God. Um, okay. So let's see. So now, so within, I mean, then transitioning. Uh, into long form because yeah you did short form for a while until mm-hmm. you found long form I mean was there like going into it how, how did you find it at first like well, what do you mean by a while? like sorry say that again what do you mean by a while uh, well you've been you, uh, I guess I don't know the exact number of years but it seemed like you've been doing short form for years right um, before long form well yeah I did short form but I also like the whole time I was doing short form I also did like medium form I would mm. call it which was like so in high school I did comedy sports high school league where like one right. you know what comedy sports is yeah. so one of the comedy sports people from professional comedy sports would come to the high school and teach us the games and once a month or something we did a show and we played other high schools uh-huh. but at the same time I was doing that you know Colton you've interviewed him on this Colton and these other comedians who were older than me they were Colton was the youngest of them and he was out of high school there was this group called the Bad Mama Jammas in Minneapolis um, and they performed at this black box theater and they did like medium form where they'd do some games like you'd see a comedy sports yeah. but then they'd also just do like a scene or they'd do like narrative long form where they'd do like a 15 minute movie uh-huh. so it would be about the story of the movie but there'd be ga- you know yeah. games as we as we call it at UCB within there you know people would have character games and stuff um, and so I was always watching them the whole time I was in high school so I always knew I wouldn't. I didn't know to call it long form, but I knew what those like longer. It's just a scene and it's long. Yeah, you know. And so <laughs> I was learning about that at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then, so I, I kind of knew what it was. And then Chicago City Limits was largely short form, but there was also some uh, medium form, or you might just do scene from a word or right. a game or something like that. Yeah. Okay, well then, then I get so you're kind of watching it and stuff. Then I, I mean, how about getting into classes and stuff at UCB? Did you find it easy? Was it like, oh, I get this? I'm yeah, you know, the thing I've thought about that is, um, yeah, I I found it not that hard. Yeah. Um, I could always be funny, you know, and. Uh, but I didn't know, like, what UCB really gave me was, like, an ability to, like, organize funny ideas and funny impulses on stage into some kind of order that, like, maximizes their funniness. So it's like, 
I kind of knew what game was. I didn't know what to call a game, but right. I knew instinctually if I do something funny, well, I'm going to try and do it again because I want more laughs, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is essentially what it is. Right. Um, but then you learn how to like expand that idea and stuff like that. So matching the terms with stuff I already kind of felt, that was the challenging part. Like I remember being in classes and being like, okay, they keep talking about game <laughs> and I keep doing scenes and the scenes are funny, but then they'll tell me, but that wasn't on game. And I, it took me a while to be like, yeah, but I mean, it's funny. So who cares? Right. But I'm really glad I learned it because it, then it's like, you can really like dig into an idea yeah. and get all the funny ideas out of one idea before you go on to the next. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that UCB thing, it's, uh, being, being taught like that, that if this is true, what else is true thing? Uh, it's interesting seeing the, the, the comedic ideas that can come out of it just because you can reach so far off of, uh, you know, what is maybe the core of the scene uh, and to, you know, make implications about the world or what's going on, you know, three states over. And you're like, holy shit, this is really funny and satisfying because it's such a th – this funny idea infects the world, the, the entire world that they've created instead of uh, just this this tiny little – these two weird people. Uh, uh, that's that's always something that I'm very excited about is like a, a – a, a heightening move that expands that expands it much bigger than it that initially was. Yeah, you know, I that, that kind of get what you're saying. I lost you a little bit about that's, states and the world. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I guess so. I guess like it's um, uh, if it's a game, <laughs> just use this not good one about the uh, flinging coffee in the face Love it. Uh, and like. <laughs> The you know, scene. <laughs> yeah, we do the barista scene, and if it's like if it's like that, and it's like, oh, they fling coffee in your face, uh, and this. I hope the barista scene becomes like a long running metaphor that ends up like in improv books and stuff. Like, have you ever heard episode yeah. uh, twenty five? <laughs> yeah, this improv is It's all about the barista. The barista scene, scene you know, is an example. Take your barista scene <laughs> and now put a little. <laughs> uh, be formed. Do you guys do the barista form? Do you guys... <laughs> Just be, everything starts change to be it. And people will be like, I don't know. I don't think they should. I don't think the barista you shouldn't form. do the barista. I mean, people have been doing the barista for too long, oh, and man. it's like, uh, I just want to do something fun. Let's just do a montage. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I mean, if it's one of those things where it's like, oh, they fling coffee in your face, face, and then you know you cut to uh, another Starbucks, and it's like, oh, they also fling coffee in your face. It's a corporate policy. Oh yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. I love thing stuff of like that. That's it's like it's a it's a it's a continuation of the game throughout an entire world as opposed to yeah, uh, a yeah. scene. I love that, uh, and I, I always like stuff like that because yeah, that's one of those things that in, in UCB does uh, does particularly well. Uh, I think I think like to go, to go to sketch real quick. Uh, Key and Peel, one of them. I mean, there's a lot of really great uh, sketches in that, but one one that I think kind of I kind of hits that idea to me is like the big hats one where oh, like, yeah, like the, yeah. hat, the hat with like the stick or whatever and it's great uh, but that's one of those things too it's like it's not it's not just in that little moment or in just the hats it's it's in everything and it's going to be insane where there's a dude now sewing on top of your right, head right, uh, right. like I think that to me is a really uh, again it's, it's the expansion of yeah that's just really like. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I love it I guess is what I'm trying to say what's that <laughs> pill jar on the floor over there is that uh, a, weed, I, a weed thing? I think it is. Uh, but oh, I also it's not think, yours? No, it's not mine. <laughs> it's uh, a good weed thing. It's a good weed thing. I also think it has laundry money in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was originally a weed thing. It's, it was, yeah. And it's like, well. It's in just an interesting a... Californian twist, <laughs> what was a weed container has been misappropriated to be a laundry chain shoulder. 
Hey man, it's the rest uh, of America. My, <laughs> other things that aren't meant to be them become weed holders. <laughs> it's, it's a weird twist, yeah. But not uh, Casa de Pearl, Steve. <laughs> roommates, man. I, I don't. I don't know what's going on half the time. I, I go in the kitchen. It's all surprises in there uh-huh. for me too. <laughs> um, all right. So somebody, uh, you've been asked. Uh, people request you a lot in the, this podcast. And well, lots, that's nice. Yeah, people. People like uh, the shitty jobs. Uh, so. One, one question that somebody actually submitted for you was um, this Ryan Hitchcock. He said something about your yeah girl approach to improv, which I've never heard. <laughs> uh, and that just sounds real interesting to me. So what what is that? <laughs> uh, did you ever see our shows, Yeah Girl? No. Is that a team? Yeah, it's me and Kula and Joe Wangert. No. That yeah, sounds fun. I guess we haven't done a show in a while, but... Um, we would do mono scenes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, I mean... <laughs> Okay, so the story of how we do our mono scenes is it, it's it's like it was like a joke form that became a real form is I was in this group in New York called CCNC Improv Factory and it was me, this guy Chuck Dobble, and this guy Charlie Todd. And uh the three of us would do mono scenes and we started off as a uh three-on-three improv tournament they do that here too right yeah yeah and uh god this is a long rambling story but anyway we would do mono scenes but for some (laughs) reason every time we did the mono scene the same thing would happen we'd pull up three chairs (laughs) and it kind of became this like accidentally became this thing where all our shows always started with we're three of a character sitting in chairs together yeah and then like as a person leaves you find out a piece of information about them. So yeah. three baristas are sitting in a break room at Starbucks, <laughs> and they're talking about how they wish, you know, they didn't have to push whole milk on everybody. And then one guy gets up and leaves, and one of the other baristas would go, you know he's been giving skim milk to customers, right? right. And I'd be like, so you kind of give them, like, a piece of information yeah. about themselves when they leave. And it's just, like, ended up that we always did that every show. Yeah. And so then, yeah, girl, when we became a group, when I, I moved to L.A., we did the CCNC Improv Factory form, which yeah. is three guys <laughs> sitting in chairs, and then you hike. Them <laughs> I, 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 hopefully, that answers that question. No, it's not, it sounds great. I just, I just love uh, anything that starts with yeah, girl. That's, that's <laughs> I'm into I think, it. I think generally we're like the same kind of character too. So if one guy talks like this, we're three guys that talk yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, that, that that might be more what you mean, interesting. Yeah. That uh, that matching thing right at the top, that's, that's always a f- weird and fun way to start. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, love, I love doing that. Yeah. Um, is he re- Do you know this guy? Ryan Hitchcock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he related to the Hitchcock? Uh, you know, I've never asked. I'm just going to assume no. Uh-huh. You know, I feel be. like it's not a name you hear that much. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Where are you from? What town? Me? Yeah. Vacaville, Northern California. Vacaville? Vaca. Vacaville. Vacaville, yeah. You got a lot of Hitchcocks there. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly 100 Hitchcocks. run the town. <laughs> you don't want to know about them Hitchcock boys. <laughs> Killed me plenty of Hitchcocks. <laughs> I had a murderous lawless life. The and the Hitchcocks. Then I, I came down for jokey jokes. <laughs> that would be so amazing if you found out you've been running from the law this whole time. Just, oh, but very, God. very public about it. Got a website and been <laughs> Pushing this <laughs> I don't want anybody to know about me, but I kind of want to talk about it yeah, in a yeah. public public domain. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I uh, 
let's see. I had, I had Eugene on the podcast, and and one of the things I feel like I noticed about Eugene as an improviser uh, that I that I really enjoy, and I think is interesting, is that he does uh, either really big and cartoonish stuff a lot, or sometimes these really insanely real, like detailed straight man things. Uh, he's he's got a wide range, and I, and I was thinking about you and like I was trying to figure out what your style like oh you kind of have a similar thing that sometimes I'll see you on stage and you'll be uh, almost vaudevillian in here like delivery of, <laughs> of lines uh, and then other times I'll just watch you and you're just like uh, no I, I want skim milk and you're like oh well he really wants skim milk this is a very real thing that Charlie's doing right now uh, so I, I guess like uh, the the sensibility to have like that big range is that I mean is do you is it that you just find everything funny, or are you just trying to always play whatever you think is supposed to fit, most fun? Like, mm, yeah. It's either, if there's ever a logic behind it, the logic is that I'm probably matching the other person. Like, I just like matching. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, so if somebody else acts like vaudevillian, I'll act vaudevillian too. Or if they act like, do you want uh, skim or whole milk? You know, I'm yeah. going to go. You know, just to match them. Yeah. But also, like, I just kind of think both are fun. Like, yeah. you know, I like both kinds of movies, so I want to act like both of those kinds, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, Is cartoonish and vaudevillian, are they different or are they the same thing? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Eugene are kind of similar, I think. And like, yeah. Yeah, maybe they're the same, I don't know. I think I think I think I would say that they are in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, I, I guess to me, cartoonish is also. I mean, Looney Tunes when I when I say that. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I would say they're probably very similar. Vaudevillian uh-huh. uh, is more big, kind of. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, then again, you think I guess about they're both kind of. I guess they are kind of like they both feel like the '30s or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like the the comedy is over the top. I mean, like you look at any like Looney Tunes character, yeah. you know, Yosemite Sam or uh, you know the horn. What's the the big chicken? Uh, it's like Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah, like you watch those again. They're like, oh man, they're delivering a huge character that's right. uh, instantly funny, and then when they're saying funny things, they're really selling them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that's. I mean, what do you I mean, think you err on? Vaudevillian or... Um, God, what yeah. What was the other one? You said I'm either Vaudevillian. Very, very realistic. I mean, that's the... Yeah. I think it... You know, I don't know. I go I go back and forth a lot. And, like, it, to me... Well, to me, it, like, I, I got, I've been called out on it before. Like, you were being, like, a complete cartoon. I'm like, yeah, it's because I thought it would be real fun in that moment to mm-hmm. do that. Do it work? Does it work usually? Um, no. It's... Oh, really? I, it doesn't It doesn't work It's as bad much. if it doesn't work. <laughs> Here, like, here's the thing is, like, I think... Especially, it's weird. Like, I feel like I'm... I feel like um, make some sweeping generalizations. Why not? I feel like a UCB audience really appreciates things that are um, grounded, realistic, game played well, uh, heightened appropriately, that type of thing. Uh, other audiences, uh, you know, outside of UCB, I do I do a team on the west side. Uh, uh, they're not they're not as interested in that that like real stuff. Right, and right. if I do something that's a little cartoony, where I'm like, oh, and my arms are all over the place, yeah. I'm really like delivering the joke. Uh, they'll like it. Uh-huh. Like, uh, if I do that, if I do that at Crash Bros, right, they're like, right. who's this asshole who right. thinks he's funny? Do you enjoy doing both ways? Um, I do. I really do. I like you know. I really like all of improv. It's it's all very fun to me. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I think that probably the difference is the difference between. Not necessarily, I would say, UCB mm-hmm. as a, a UCB audience. I would say it's the difference of performing for improvisers and non-improvisers, right. probably, right? Are the West Side 
Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's less it's less improvised than yeah. dance for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the, yeah, it's one of those things that like because um, you know what it is is maybe that when you uh, you know you perform you really perform people tr- see you trying to be funny so they really really expect something funny and like that's mm-hmm. why that's like when I see like you or Eugene or uh, you know who I don't know whoever some of the other really great big performers are or do big characters and stuff when I sell this because a lot of times it's like with really funny solid jokes behind it whereas if you do uh, like if you do that and it's just like a medium joke. Uh, you can sell it in other places, but if somebody, you know, maybe more discriminating audience will go, ah, that wasn't that funny. And now, <laughs> and now it looks like you're trying really hard. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like that. The savvy audience members don't want you to try too hard. I no, they like. really don't. <laughs> but that's the other thing, too, is like they'll hate you just as much for not trying. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they embrace it, though. They want you to sometimes be so they cool. It. <laughs> they want you just like, I want you to try, but not try. And, like, <laughs> funny, but like, don't try. And, like, I think uh, that's dumb, man. Yeah. It's like anybody. Dude, I think that is the number one, like, mistake I see people make is, like, trying to be cool when they're doing improv. Yeah. It's like, we are adults yeah. that go on stage and people pay $5 to watch us pretend. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be cool. I mean, you can't be cool. Yeah. Don't you think? No, I agree. Yeah. They're, uh, what I don't, like, what always really kind of bums me out is seeing people who are unwilling to go with stuff or unwilling yeah. to put themselves in situations for fear of looking stupid. I know. And so, like, why are you even doing it? Why do it? Yeah. yeah. One of the, one of my my least favorite things to see, and this happened a while ago, is, like, I saw... Uh, we Somehow it got set up that, like, oh, we're in a recording booth and we're going to rap. Uh, and the person was, like, stalling it off, and then somebody tagged in, thank God, and, like, was like, fine, I'll do the rap. But, like, you got to put yourself in that situation. You're embarrassed. Like, I get it, but... You have to do it. Like, oh, it was a recording room scene. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, which is, I mean, I think, I feel like at a certain time in my improv career, that would have been the most fearful thing. Like, son of a bitch, not only do I have to sing, but I have to rap. Like, I want to come up with rhymes. It's got to be faster. So I get get the stress on that. But also, it is, it is terrible in an audience to see somebody refusing to do something that you want to see in the scene. Uh, Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I know the type of thing you're talking about. Um, yeah, you know, I always, that's like the same, like, it sucks to be that person. Like, I don't like being told to rap in a scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you were looking for me to respond to that statement. No, or not, please but, do. Um, uh, <laughs> respond to everything. But everybody, I'm out of questions. Sure, everyone cares what I have to say about a rap scene. But um, uh, it's the same as like when someone's like, here's Bill Clinton. <laughs> You're like, oh, come on. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I mean, this is terrible. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> I mean, you know, when that happens to me, I just try and embrace how terrible it is and just be like, I might, I might even like heighten the other way and just be like, all right, you want me to rap? Yeah. This is going to be the shittiest rap you've ever heard. Right. I would not do it. Yes. That's, I mean, I guess if you don't get a kick out of that, maybe improv's not your bag. Like, or maybe not, I don't want to say like improv's not, you shouldn't do improv, but maybe like pure long forms not because what's so exciting about it is like I have no idea what's going to happen yeah I might have to do be Bill Clinton rapping and I'm just going to do my best you know yeah that uh, although going back to an earlier point I do think short form helps with that kind of stuff mm. when you get forced to do something you don't want to do because when you do short form and believe me it's embarrassing like I felt ashamed (laughs) doing terrible raps uh, wearing sweatpants and a bowling shirt in Comedy Sports Minneapolis. I, I, I love comedy sports. I'm not dissing comedy sports, but there there is like games where you're like, oh, I can't 
believe I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. But it does give you, I mean, you build up a skin for being like, I'm willing to look embarrassed on stage. Yeah. I don't really care if I look, if I look dumb on stage. Yeah. There, there is, there is very a power in that for sure of not, uh, not being too concerned about. I'm an extremely self-actualized person. <laughs> are, you, are you picking up on that? I am. You're doing. You're doing. All your actions are for fun. Uh, I, I'm jealous, frankly. I'm scared of you right now. This guy's glowing with some kind of energy that I don't get. Um, yeah, and that you know what I mean. Maybe even maybe even that we can kind of maybe I can pull that back to shitty jobs for a second. Is like. Uh, you know, if every if if we're talking about everybody kind of going after their fun thing, uh, and maybe everybody addressing it, it's one of those things that uh, maybe I think that's the power of it is everybody addresses everything or everybody lets whatever whatever interesting thing Dominic talks about or tries to bring up. We're like, okay, we'll talk about it for a couple beats, but and then when Sean brings up something else, fine, we'll talk about that too. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one of those things that. Maybe that's what people really like too. Is like, okay, well, they brought it up. They aren't. They played it. You know, I didn't. I didn't see that thing get brought up. I didn't see somebody say, okay, we're gonna rap now. And it didn't happen. Or like, okay, here comes Bill Clinton, and then he didn't come in. Yeah, like, we definitely do do everything. I mean, right. I think everything gets hit, and I love that, and I, I love shitty jobs. You know, but that sometimes that's at, at playing in that style is at the expense of. You know, there are there are times in shitty jobs where I'm like, oh, I wanted to like dig deeper into that and yeah. we never get you know you don't get to so yeah sometimes you do a lot of times you don't because we move on to the next thing but that's cool yeah it's good um a lot of improv shows in the world you get a chance that's right god there's so many it just keeps going looks like you're looking at a postcard when you want to figure out the next question what is that uh yeah she, this is also from my roommate she brought home <laughs> wait is this your apartment dude <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get out of here in like 20 minutes get in that drawer <laughs> I want you to hide in the drawer. Uh, just checking the time. I look very uh, weird. Um, normally, normally I do it on my computer, and I'm trying this new setup because uh, I might have to do something remote soon. So, I'm oh, this nice. Works. Yeah, we're seems to work pretty well. Yeah, but you know, we're gonna find out this thing didn't even pick any of it up. Yeah, it's gonna be zero percent recorded. Uh, <laughs> something so about the wolf fur on the microphone <laughs> makes me think. Yeah, I like I like to think of that as a, a werewolf day right there, and that's that's not good. It's a full moon. Today. <laughs> um, oh damn it! No, I actually had a good I had a good follow up, and I lost it. Yeah, no, I got it back. Here we go. <laughs> um, so uh, so you're you're an improviser first, comedian first, um, but you do a, a bit of acting too. So um, how about that? Like, how does that influence uh, your acting? Because uh, those aren't those aren't necessarily the same skills, but and there is some crossover. But being a good improviser does not make you a good actor. Well, let's see here. So you said I'm a I'm an improviser first. I'm a comedian first. Is that fair? I don't think so. All right, I take it back. Then. Um, what do you say? <laughs> uh, I get. I mean, I don't know. I see improv as something that serves what I do for a career. Which I guess is a comedian, although comedian, I don't know. I guess I'd call myself like a comedic actor and writer or yeah. something like that. Okay. Anyway, um, so are you asking how improv affects acting, like in Death Valley or something like that? Sure. Yeah. Um, if I ever interpret a question and I don't get it right, feel free to tell me. <laughs> no, you're, you know what? You're really good at it. Okay, great. great. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 
I mean, in a show like Death Valley, you saw? Did you see Death Valley? Only uh, the pilot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. anyway, for anybody out there that saw it, which is probably no one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I don't have happens. cable. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you don't like purely improvise. It's not like doing a scene, but you ad lib. You know, you might at the, when when the written scene's over, you throw in a couple extra lines and banter with people or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it helps with having a few different angles if you want to do a f- takes a few different ways. Yeah. Stuff like that. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm. Uh, uh, I've been doing. Um, I'm. I'm an, I consider myself an improviser first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could say I was a writer first, but I'm much stronger of an improviser than I am a writer. So, uh, but you want to be a writer? Good. Yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> but you write for one uh, team at UCB, don't you? Uh, no, I, I, well, I'm on a, I'm on a beta team oh, at UCB, team. which is not a, necessarily like a writing thing. But we it's, just do that's videos. videos? Yeah, we do the videos, and then I have, I have my sketch team, and I'm doing a few other sketch things. Oh, okay. And, What's, and like, what do you do on the beta team? Uh, we do, well, like, we're a whole video production crew, so, like, uh, we're, I guess we're more focused on being able to do entire videos, however oh, that is. Uh, okay. And then the, the, the specific positions are a little bit more fluid as what they just are. Just whatever. Yeah, I, I, I got brought on as an editor, but editor. it's like, you know, wishy-washy, I guess, yeah, is the way yeah. to put it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Sorry. no, it's okay, it's okay. No, so, so I'm do, been, but I've been doing, uh, like, acting and sketching. I find it... Uh, and sketch, and I did some commercials, which is weird. Uh, but like, it's it's tough. I feel like I'm like, oh, I know how to improvise act, but it's a little bit weirder when you're you're locked in. You kind of know the lines. You where the things are going. That people need you to hit marks, and like your face has to not move because right, uh, right. they'll lose focus. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like there's it's a whole other set of things. Um, uh, so so I, I guess I guess if you think of yourself as a comedic actor first, maybe you don't have as much insight on this one for me. Uh, but that's that's fine. Uh, how do you be a good comedic actor? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't totally get the question. Yeah. Um, what are you trying to What are you trying to ask? Well, I, I guess I mean I guess it's just uh, how can how can how do you, how can you bring improv uh, think that's not that's I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about ad ad libbing and you know acting uh-huh. stuff, but I'm more more just like your sensibilities as an improviser because we are acting when we're improvising. But bringing that to scripted things. Oh, okay, okay. Because I feel like it's different. I feel like it's a little tough. I don't know. Uh, it might be just a bad question. No, it's not a bad question. I, I don't Sometimes know if I are. have a really clear answer for that. <laughs> That's uh, fair. I think it comes down to, like, I mean, it really is a different, fairly different set of skills. Because um, yeah. you got to be able to say the lines they wrote and say them how you think they, you know, they're supposed to be said and mm-hmm. hit your mark and all that stuff. But, um... I think it's in maybe like reacting and like where you put your emotions. That's where like improv could come in. Is I could go like, what's a funny or something that cracks me up or that might crack the other people up? Yeah. Way of saying this line. You know what I'm saying? Right. So as opposed to the verbal part of it, if I'm going to change the words, you got to say the words that are written down. Right. It'd be how I'm going to say the words. Yeah. So if the if the line is you threw coffee in my face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is. There, I guess the the improvise. Maybe maybe it's not. I. It's in your interpretation or your performance that uh, maybe kind of that first thing of like how you interpret it. Like, oh well, like you know, what's what do I think is maybe the most heightened, interesting, fun way to yeah deliver this line? Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, I think it can help with that, and and just kind of being in the moment. You know, you 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 learn to react to other people that are saying stuff to you. You know, yeah. So use that of like picking up on something little they say and maybe you facially react to it or 
yeah. or emotionally react to it or something like that. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the things too. I, I, I feel like that I've gotten better at is just uh, at least in, in acting <laughs> acting uh, through the improv thing. It's like uh, if you if you're if in it, when you're improvising, if you assume that everything that people say and do means something, mm-hmm. uh, taking taking the time to be affected by things like. Uh, you know somebody's weird cross that they did, or like a face. Uh, the, you know, trying to interpret that and respond to that when you're bring, bringing it out and you're acting. I think that's. I think that's one thing maybe that I, I feel mm-hmm. like I've sort of tried to bring a crossover a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is pretty profound stuff, Stephen. <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> uh, I feel like I the feel Earth like the most be, important person. The Earth will be wiped out. And when the aliens come, the only thing that will survive will have been your podcast. <laughs> Just this little playback device. And they don't understand because there's no, like, Rosetta Stone, like, interpreting English to whatever weird language. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, then, I guess kind of let's kind of, yeah, let's let's push towards the end because we've done pretty good here. Uh, Sweet. Uh, so, classic segment on the show, Pearls of Wisdom. Uh, note or feedback you got in your improv any point that maybe had uh, an impact on you that you're like, oh, this is a good thing to bring into doing improvising. A note or feedback I got on my improv. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Give me a second. Okay, cool. Were you doing yoga earlier? No, also the roommate. Also the roommate. <laughs> what in here is yours? Uh, <laughs> I built that computer last night. You built it? Yeah. Really? You know how to build a computer? No, man. It was tough. Oh. <laughs> it was real hard. No, the, the, where is the computer? The, that about? little black one right there. Okay, that's a computer. Yeah, you yeah, built yeah. It. yeah. Wow, so you find... I got, got all the parts, and... put it together. Interesting. It was fun. It was a fun night. It was very frustrating. I couldn't <laughs> find like one connector for half an hour. Yeah. I was just getting mad. It was great. It was real great. <laughs> that was the lesson. If you can't think of something, distract just, people. Just point, <laughs> just, just point just over start there. talking about something yeah, else. Try and buy yourself some time. <laughs> Go to your environment. Go to your environment. That's. <laughs> uh, I got a good one. I got a good one. Okay. All right. But enough time there. Nice. Um, I remember being on a Herald team. I think this is something I I use all the time, mm-hmm. and it's from Matt Besser. Um, and he gave our Herald team notes one time, and somebody had done a monologue, right? And so, let's say the monologue, I can't remember the specifics from the show, but let's say the monologue, we'll use our barista example. The person was telling story, oh, I was a barista at Starbucks, and I got so mad, I threw milk in the person's face. Yeah. And I feel like you see this happen all the time. So then, we did a scene, and like we started the scene like three minutes before somebody got milk thrown in their face, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see people do that, where they don't want to... Like burn the funny. I don't want to burn the funny thing, so they start before it, and then you have this sort of meandering, dawdling scene where everybody's just waiting, and and then you kill it because everyone's just waiting for the milk to go in the face. It's not going to be as far as it's going to be. Yeah, you know. And then when it finally happens, you edit, and then you run across, and they're like, (laughs) "What? What a weird waste!" And he just was like, "You should just start with the funny thing, and then go from there." And that's that's a thing I got from a note that I've used a bunch of times is like, I was like, yeah, why do I want to like take all this time to lead up? I want to do that first because I know it because the audience told me when they responded to the story that they liked that. Yeah. And then see what happens after that. Yeah. Um, You're welcome, improv community. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
think uh, I think that that's stomp it. on your computer. <laughs> Why? 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 can't go out. <laughs> what? what is that for? Um, yeah, I think that I think that's one of those things. It's uh, I, I've, I've done that too, and I've, I've you very quickly find like, oh yeah, that like hip hop getting that funny thing yeah. is, is almost never worth it because you're there's nothing there's usually nothing funny going on that's like why save it if you have something that's funny start there yeah. uh, and then I, had, I think it was Drew Defonso Marks I had him as a teacher once and he was like he's saying that um, if something crazy like you know somebody flung hot coffee in your face like happened to you it's okay if that's if you think that's what the funny thing is and that happens right at the top of the scene because if that happened to you you talk about it for a week you'd be deconstructing oh, yeah, it oh, you'd yeah. tell everybody that that <laughs> happened to you yeah, and you'd yeah. want to you like you'd want to oh, know everything story, about it yeah. you know be the first thing you'd like guess what happened <laughs> like the, every, every person you run into you know acquaintance best friend that would be the first thing you say um, and I'd I was, be writing emails to the Starbucks headquarters <laughs> and you'd be like, so rich you'd be so fucking oh, rich yeah, oh, yeah, oh, so many frappuccinos and you'd only order frappuccinos now just for fear of hot stuff coming at you. Man, um, just the dumbest tangent, but since we're talking about Starbucks. Let's do it. I went in the Starbucks on my way here. At I see, w- yeah. Yeah, Wilshire, and um, what if you were like, that's my roommate's cup? <laughs> what? I swear I brought that in here. <laughs> Charlie, you are my roommate. <laughs> no! <laughs> We've been living together this whole time. Um, that's a dumb story, never mind. Uh, well, I mean, you kind of started it. All right, I'll finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I needed some encouragement. I, uh, <laughs> I was just fishing. Okay, so one of my favorite parts about living in L.A. versus New York City is short Starbucks lines. In mm. New York, any time, any second you walk into a Starbucks in New York City, there are like 45 people in line. Yeah. Starbucks is not a quick experience in New York, and it made me angry thing I love about L.A. is never more than, like, two people in line at a Starbucks. Yeah. But at the one at Wilshire and Curson, there was, like, a line going out the door. Mm. You're, I'm so you're, sorry you're I wasted your that. time. You're heartbroken. No, I get it. It's okay. I, I go apologize, to the one at, improv community. Just don't, go to the one in, just don't go to the one in Westwood, because that's the worst Starbucks in all of is Los Angeles. Is it really? Angeles. Why? They're the slowest. They're, they're won't, there'll be, like, two people, and it'll take them... Ten minutes to make a drink. It's they're I got the a theory worst on one. that. Is, Tell me, is it because it's by UCLA and they employ college students? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm more and more in my old age. I've <laughs> my old age of twenty four. <laughs> I'm so fucking unimpressed by college students. Oh, I'm like, dear. do something. You're yeah, the worst I'm people. Totally impressed by them too. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we bought it on that. Um, all right. Well, that, so this podcast ends with us being like. Don't go to college. <laughs> we're just weird, weird spite for young people. Uh, yeah, no, that's how it's going to end. Yeah, uh, Charlie, like thank it. you very much for coming on. Anything you want to plug for uh, our podcasting world? Nah. All right, great. That's been Charlie Sanders, uh, Improv Session. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> great. I hope you enjoyed the Charlie Sanders episode. A special announcement for everybody who listens all the way through the end. I am going to be doing some sketch obsession episodes of the podcast. And guess what? Charlie Sanders and I did an extra interview after this one where we just talked about sketch. Charlie writes for Key and Peel, so he's got an interesting take uh, on that whole thing. So watch out for that. The best way to do it, like the show on Facebook, subscribe in iTunes, follow the blog. And you know what? Since you're doing all that anyway, why don't you just rate the show on iTunes? I guess that's it. Uh, happy New Year. Happy improvising. Golden Age of Improv. Be excellent to each other. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you all real soon. Take care. 
Hi. Hi! I'm Chad Westbrook. And I'm Nicholas Wagoner. And are you a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race? You should be. You very much should be. Come listen and subscribe to our podcast, How Is She Though? Where we recap every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Come and get your daily dose of vitamin gay, honey. Oh, cr- oh, cr- <laughs>